This is Max Mason and Matt Mosley, and you're listening to The Nasty Brunch, Hattiesburg's favorite sports talk show. What is up, guys? We are back. I'm Max. And I'm Matt. And you're listening to The The Nasty Nasty Brunch. Brunch. Thank y'all for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nasty Brunch. Got a big show planned for you guys today. Going to be talking a lot about that big game tomorrow as the Mississippi State Bulldogs come to Hattiesburg to play your Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Also going to be covering some of the other Southern Miss sports and keeping you guys updated. Don't forget we had a special guest in the studio this week. And also, if you follow us on Twitter, you know we'll be answering questions for our audience. 26 years since State came to Hattiesburg, is that right? Yep, 1989 is the last time. So uh, I wasn't alive then, were you? No, not a shot. Well, I don't know how many of our listeners were either. So we went ahead and looked up some fun facts about the year 1989. And we're not talking about Taylor Swift. All right, so in 1989, the number one song on the Billboard Top 100 was Look Away by Chicago. By who? Dude, I, I've never even heard that song. Not once. Me neither. Mm. Also, in 1989, President George H. Bush began his first term as president. Now, this is something I can get into. In 1989 was the year the Game Boy was invented. The pinnacle of my childhood. I think I had, like, what, six Game Boys? Dude, I probably went through about three or four. Hmm. Uh, in 1989, the Honda Accord was the number one selling car, and I think my mom still has it. <laughs> in 1989, Miami Hurricanes were the national champions of football. The era of the U. And last but not least, 1989 was the year that Brett Favre from the Golden Eagles went down to Jacksonville and beat the number six ranked Florida State Seminoles. There's a little vintage Brett Favre for you. Never gets old. Absolutely one of the best to ever put on the black and gold. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back with that Golden Eagle update. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Max Mason, reminding you to go follow us on Twitter at Nasty Brunch. And we are back here on the Nasty Brunch. First, we're going to give you a little Golden Eagle update in the NFL. We'll start in San Francisco, where former player Corey Acosta went 3-for-3 three three this weekend, hitting on field goals of 28, 38, and 50 yards. Unfortunately, that was not enough to keep him on the roster, as the Niners decided to go with veteran place kicker Phil Dawson. Yeah, you know, man, that's a shame, because uh, Corey went up there. He played great. We wish Corey nothing but the best, but um, I don't think he's going to have a problem finding somewhere else to play. Neither do I, man. He went 4-4 four four in the preseason. I mean, that's all you can ask, 100%. Good stuff from Corey Acosta. Let's bump it over to Jamie. Jamie Collins had five tackles in the Patriots' win over the Carolina Panthers this past weekend. We also had Cordero Law of the San Diego Chargers, 
who had three tackles, including a great play in the goal line, tackling the running back for about a four-yard loss. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been on Facebook. I've seen it all over uh, the Internet. He's, he's manhandling Jimmy Graham on this play, getting in the backfield and really making a big play. Now we want to give you guys an update on some other Southern Miss athletics. First, we got the women's volleyball team who went 3-0 this past week, beating Nickel State, Southern University, and Mercer. They also had the women's soccer team who had four games this week, beating Arkansas State 2-1, tying Jackson State 1-1, tying Nickel State 2-2, and losing the ULL 2-1. The women's soccer team will be back in action tonight in Baton Rouge as they take on Southern University. Good luck, ladies. And now, introducing your special Golden Eagle guest, we have number 46, senior defensive lineman Will Freeman with us. Will, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, doing good, man. Glad to be here. Awesome. Great to have you on the show with us. Are you pumped or what for the big game tomorrow night? Dude, I'm so excited. You know, it's first game of the season. You know, it's going to be a packed crowd. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, man. I know ticket sales have been out the roof. We just, we absolutely can't wait to, to get out there and be a part of that atmosphere. So, um... I know camp just ended for y'all last week, you know, just coming out of camp. What did you see during camp that, uh, that that your guys were learning, practicing, that you can't wait to see transition over to game time? Um, you know, from a D-line perspective, it would definitely just have to be uh, just, you know, running to the ball, our mechanics, our technique. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how well our guys transition that onto the field. Um, uh, so, speaking going into this season, like, what does the defense as a whole – need to do in order to be successful? I mean, everybody just has to do their job. That's the big thing. You know, everybody has their own job, their own assignment on, on the defense. And as long as everybody does what they're supposed to every single game, um, you know, we're going to slow down offenses uh, fairly easily. But as soon as someone stops doing their job and starts trying to uh, do their own thing, that's when things, you know, start messing up and breaking down. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I noticed out there, too, that you guys have more depth now at the D-line position. I, I know you've had some JUCO guys come in and whatnot. What do you think their roles are going to be this year? Um, you know, obviously, you're looked at as captain of the D-line, senior year. This is your year, right? So so what are you telling these new guys that are getting here and, and how to keep them acclimated around campus? You know, not only football, but how to become part of the family. I mean, you know, they've, they've done a fantastic job on their own. They really haven't had to do much of anything like that. I mean, they came in, and it was almost like they've been here for as long as I have. I mean, they've come in, they've made friends, you know, like, you know, real quick. Uh, but just as far as, you know, depth goes, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're going to play. We wouldn't have brought them in otherwise. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a sentence, and you need to finish it out. So if the Golden Eagles are going to get back to a bowl, this needs to happen. We need to play all around great football. You know, offense, defense, special teams. Everybody has to, you know, like I said earlier, everybody has to do their job. Um, we just have to not give up on ourselves when things get tough. That's something that we did last year that I saw a lot that, uh, you know, we need to not have happen this year. Uh-oh, you know what time that is. It is time to play How Well Do You Know Your Teammate. Will, we were able to ask Dathan Davis a few questions about himself this week. And now it is your turn to see how well do you know your teammate. All right, let's do it. All right, well, let's start off with the first question here. How many state championships did Dathan Davis win in high school as an Alito Bearcat? Gosh, she said this like 18 billion times. Um, I want to say they lost it his sophomore year, but won it junior, senior. I'm pretty sure it's two. It's 
Is two? Final answer? Final answer. It's three. It's three. No, Don't damn. underestimate the Davis. Don't underestimate the Bearcats. Oh. All right, let's see what you got on this one. What position did Dathan play his first three years in high school? Oh, um... Wait, no, he... Uh, he played. He played linebacker. Yeah, yeah. There we go. good job. All I was right. pretty sure it was that, but I didn't know it was a true question. All right, all right. Let's move it over to three. What type of shampoo does Dathan use on those beautiful golden locks? Head and shoulders. Has to be head and shoulders. Uh, no, you know it's, it's kind of. I, I like Head and Shoulders. You know, I would guess that too. But it's kind of an off-stream brand. Main, he's his main. Yes, yes. main and tail shampoo. <laughs> God, my grandmother uses that. That's <laughs> you hear that, Nathan? You got grandma hair. So, <laughs> all right. Who was Nathan's favorite football player growing up? NFL. Um, had to play for the Cowboys. Um, Who knows? I'm gonna say I'm gonna just go no clue on this one, but I'm gonna say Terrell Owens. Terrell? Oh, I don't know. Of all Cowboys, you're gonna say Terrell? Uh-uh. This is like Nick saying 39 last week for Casey's number. <laughs> Who, who's it was name? actually Emmett Smith. So, Fair enough. You're on the right oh, track. Oh, I thought you meant current. If I like current cowboy, Tio's not playing. The I meant when he was a kid. Okay. Come on. All right. Calm All down, right. Let's move it over to five. Question number five here. Who is Dathan's celebrity crush? Uh, who's not a celebrity crush? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Candace Swinopal. Ooh, that would be mine. But uh-huh. his is actually. I can't get your heart racing. My skin tag jeans. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Okay, fair enough. That's right. Will, thanks for playing, man. No problem. Thanks, Will. All right, let's get back to the interview. All right, so, Will, last year at watching the games, it kind of seemed like as soon as the offense would get momentum, something would happen on defense, or as soon as the offense would get, or the defense would get momentum, something would have an offense like a turnover or anything like that. What are y'all going to do this year to kind of help control the swings of momentum in the game? Uh, just keep a level head. I mean, you know, we just can't give up big plays and we can't, you know, turn the ball over, which, you know, coaches told us a lot in camp. Uh, but, but you know, that's inevitably going to happen. You know, somebody's going to make a big play. Somebody's going to turn the ball over. It happens with every team. What we have to do a really good job of is just keeping a level head and going out there and just playing our game. Yeah, you know, it's fun to watch you guys feed off one another. You know, I know black, gold, the stadium goes back and forth. That You know, just the atmosphere in general is just something that, you know, everybody's going to be excited about tomorrow night. So, again, can't wait for that. And speaking of atmosphere, what has it been like walking around campus? Are, is everyone talking about it? Is you know, is school pride really starting to come out, or, or what's going on? Yeah, you know, I mean, I can see it when I'm walking to campus. Not only that, I can see it around the town. You know, I've had been different different places. Uh, you know, went golfing. Uh, you know, Monday and had guys. You know, walking in there and they were like, "Oh, you guys ready for the game? You know, we're we're excited. We're ready for it. You know, so it's just cool. You know, just seeing everybody just you know kind of excited about the team this year." Yeah, for sure. It's it's great to get that spirit, you know, going back, especially around Hattiesburg. So, um, but I'm afraid that's all the time we got uh, today with you, Will. But I want to thank you for coming on the show and being the second guest of the Nasty Brunch. 
No problem, y'all. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Southern Miss. To the top. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Max Mason, reminding you to go follow us on Twitter, at Nasty Brunch. What's up, guys? We are back, and we were lucky enough to have former Golden Eagle defensive end Nick Becker stop by the studio this morning. He's got a quick message from the Eagle Club for y'all. Matt, Max, it's great to be on the show. I'm a huge fan of the Nasty Brunch. It's awesome. Uh, I wanted to come reach out to you guys and give you a few pointers on this game. It's going to be way more strict in terms of parking and tailgating and trying to get into the game, so here's a few tips. Don't park on the medians. Don't park on the sides of the roads. They will tell you. You know They've been stressing this point all week. Uh, tailgating Friday, you can start setting up at 6 p.m., and then you have to stop by 10. Anytime before that, they will take your tailgate tents down. They're going to be super strict on that. And then Saturday morning, starting at 8 a.m., and you stop at 2 p.m. Also, while I'm here, I figured I'd come promote the Student Eagle Club. I'm the new graduate assistant there, so I want to give you all a few words. Uh, it's only $10 to join. You get a free t-shirt. You get access to the lower level of the rock. That's where all the players come and jump up and celebrate with you after we beat state. And I just ordered 2,500 wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. So come with your Student Eagle card and munch all you want. Get as many wings as you want. Uh, and there's also plenty of other benefits that come with joining the Student Eagle Club. Another note, we only have a thousand tickets left, if that. Come by today, get your tickets for you, your family, whoever. We're gonna sell out by the end of the day. So come out and get your tickets. All right, Nick, well, we really appreciate you swinging by the studio this morning, man. No problem, guys. All right, guys, it's finally time to get to those Twitter questions here in the last segment of the show. All right, well, first question comes from Southern Miss pitcher, Nick Johnson, and he asks, how's the quarterback situation shaping up? First off, got to give a big shout out to Nick Johnson and Big Bob. I know you guys are tuned in. Thank you for supporting the Nasty Brunch. Uh, but to answer the question, um, you know, whoever the coaches decide to go with tomorrow night, the team's got to be behind them and got to have complete confidence that that's the guy that they need on the field. Exactly. I, th I feel like both quarterbacks, I mean, as you would agree, had a great fall practice. And it's kind of just, it's whatever, whatever, uh, quarterback the coaches are feeling at this time yeah absolutely you know whoever the guy on the field is taking the first snap is going to be the guy to get it done all right well our next question comes from at austin h13 and he wants to know who is most likely to be the cinderella team in this year's playoffs well first off for me i, I would definitely have to say clemson you know what i think i gotta agree with you there it's got to be clemson man you know deshaun watson was quarterback last year and when he's healthy he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country uh, he started four full games last year, threw for 14 touchdowns and only two interceptions, really putting up big numbers. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree. They also got Mike Williams on the outside, big, huge playmaking receiver with over 1,000 yards and six touchdowns. If they can replace Vic Beasley on that D-line and able to shore up a, a few things on that defense, I could see him doing big things this year. Yeah, you know, Clemson's got two big non-conference games this year. If they can find out a way to knock off Notre Dame and South Carolina, they could really Really be surprising in the playoffs. Yeah, especially with uh, Florida State losing Jameis Winston. I can definitely see them doing some damage in the ACC. We have another celebrity question on the show. Coming from former Golden Eagle quarterback Alan Bridgeford. He wants to know, who do you guys have in an arm wrestling match? Coach Cole Weeks or quarterback Nick Mullins? 
Alright, for me, this one's easy. I'm going with Cole Weeks. Dude, no, I get you got it. I Nick all the way. Dude, Cole's got what we like to call deceptive strength. You know, he's not a big guy, but he packs a punch. Yeah, but still, Nick with a little bit long arm, a little bit length here. He's got more of a lever to work with. He's been working out with Zach Woodfin. So I've gotta give the fast twitch muscle edge to Nick Mullins. All right. Well, maybe we'll see that matchup, but after the season. Dude, maybe we can broadcast it here on the show live. We might have it live in here. You guys, you guys never know. That's why you got to stay tuned. Well, our last and final question for the night comes from Michael White, at Mike underscore White 91. And he wants to know, do the Mustard Buzzards have any kind of chance of winning? Well, first off, I don't know what a Mustard Buzzard is, but we're the Golden Eagles. And I feel that any time a Golden Eagle puts on a helmet, they have a shot of beating anybody in the country. Yeah, definitely. And and it's this is not going to be a game. This is, a, this is an in-state rivalry. This is not going to be a game where you throw out your maroon helmet, you throw out that black helmet, and whoever just throws that helmet out is going to win. It's going to be a hard-fought, tough game. I mean, it, it it's really up for grabs. Yeah. You know, there's no one team I feel is better than the other right now. It, it's just two teams from the same state going at it. And, you know, I don't see why the Golden Eagles could not win this game. All right. Well, that's about all the time we have on this week's edition of the Nashy Brunch. I'd like to give a special thanks to our two guests this week, Will Freeman and Nick Beckers. We'd also like to give a shout-out to all of you who participated on Twitter. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys participating and tweeting those questions at us. And remember, if you want to see a great football game, be at the Rock at 9 p.m. tomorrow night. It's going to be jumping. Southern Miss to the top. <laughs>